this into my life with jokes, day to day, and wanting an open set of guys. Strangers. JD, take it away. First show, first show, 2020, 2020. Welcome to This Strange Life, the only contemporary Bangkok podcast, and that means the kind of podcast that uses words such as... Gooch. Kenky. Surrealist. Kenky, did you say? Kinky or Kenky? <laughs> Kenko. Depends, Kenko. Depends on which, <laughs> which accent you use, right? If, you, if you're Irish, it's Kenky. Kanky. <laughs> Kanky. Which reminds me of cankles. Absolutely kanky. Um, yeah, what's a gooch? What's a gooch to you? I, I thought it was the, 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 the part between your asshole and your, and, balls. And your balls. Correct, yeah. Really? What's yeah. that to you? I, I know some people call it a bass because it's between the balls and ass. Well, one of the reasons I participate on uh, This Strange Life is that I get to learn new words, extend <laughs> my vocabulary, and uh, gooch is a new word for my, mm-hmm. for my uh, toolbox. Uh, mm. Not sure I'm going to ever use it in uh, an article or in the written Yeah, you can piece. say like, ah, uh, oh, got to write sweaty Graham. Can you refer to somebody as a gooch? Yeah, I was going to say, say that. I think, real, I think people, like it's a, an insult. It sounds like an insult. And, if, and it, yeah. if I have called someone a gooch before, it's they were being like it's a, sounds, like, a, like they weren't doing something that you know I wanted what? them to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're do you know gooch. what, though, guys? It sounds a little bit eth- ethnic, doesn't it, in a way? A gooch. Like, no, I think you're getting it with that uh, other that other one. Oh, the same one that ends with a K. Yeah, that um, one. <laughs> can we even say that? Oh, that um, gets pretty PC. Yeah, we used to have a, a cricketer in England, didn't we, called Graham Gooch? We did, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we can Graham we can Gooch. even elaborate further and say he's a right Graham, and then uh, he's a bit of a Gooch. He's yeah. a bit of a Graham, yeah. and then people won't even know what we're talking about. I've never which heard is, people outside of the United States call someone a Gooch. I've never heard anyone call someone a gooch. I don't think, but I'm going to start def- to do I it. I definitely future. have, but I, I've, I, you know, I've hung around table of you know multi-ethnic and nationalistic mm. people, and never have I heard that word. Do you think being called a gooch is worse than being called an asshole? Because it's close. It's close to the asshole. <laughs> In proximity. If yeah. someone called me a gooch, it'd be like dr- finish your drink, you gooch, and I would take it as <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would take it as being called like a pussy or something. You know what I mean? I'd be like, fuck it. All right. I'm going to down I, this drink, down the whole yeah. bitch. You know? I think I'd be more <laughs> offended because it's like more thoughts gone into it. You know, like they, they've really more creative. Yeah. yeah they've yeah, really yeah. like, they really wanted to insult you because you, an ass or a cunt or a twat. <laughs> a is, is, you is, scrote. It's similar I to scrote, that. isn't it? I love calling someone F- a scrote. Drink, that's funny. Scrote. It's funny you mentioned that because sometimes like me and my brother are really close, but I'll call him a name that like was really like, bad back in the day and he'll be like oh no, well, you, really, you really just went there didn't no, you and I'm like yeah insult. I did yeah yeah it's like something I don't you know I call I call him a cunt or an asshole but an when, I, when I call him when I call him something yeah, like spastic. there was a there was an insult back then called a Jake hat a Jake hat I don't you guys have never heard of it, but again did it, we cover it's that in the insults Jake hat it's like a you know it's J-cat. like a it's like a stupid idiot or something like that you're a Jake hat you're stupid a Jake hat 
I don't know. It just it blends together a Jake a Jake hat. I don't know if it's Jake Cat or Jake Hat. It was just Jake Cat. <laughs> and when you got called that, it meant that you were just a, a, a silly, really stupid person. And I called my brother that uh, not too long ago, and he was like, "Damn, that hit me in my heart, man." Uh, <laughs> you know, had all these oh, getting his insulated jackets. All, all these insults used to fly around school, and the only uh, the one that really got them, the one that it, it got boiled down, people used to say. Um, you know, you retard, you scrot, you know, whatever. Scrot. Um, <laughs> scrot. Then you would just say, uh, God damn, if I heard that, I would uh, just start laughing. Is it there? So it's actually J and then space, cat as in meow. Uh, category J, mentally unstable person. So now you know J cat means category J, mentally unstable person. What? Mentally unstable Yeah, read it person. before you share it, dude. Come on. J cat. <laughs> <laughs> category J. Ment- oh, it's a category... Oh, okay, right. It's a category J, mentally unstable person. J-cat, as in category J. Okay. But that's not an insult. That's- well, I said stupid, like, or silly or well, stupid. Well, it's category J from some kind of, um, you know, DSM-15 manual. What? That sounds like a com- com- uh, computer manual. coding there. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I I don't know how we came upon that word, and I think it was in sixth or seventh grade, but it was definitely an insult, and people didn't take on to that very well. But you know, sometimes when Look. you did something stupid, you deserved it. <laughs> Here we go. What are the major categories of mental disorders? Hang on. Uh, what are the seven types? Oh, cat for category. I think you yeah. might be. I think you might be on a wild goose chase here. I think mm. you might be straying away from the actual source. Source. I do like source of the word. Maybe a good one to look at, look up. Look at look Urban at uh, dictionary. Urban Dictionary is the one that you need to use. Let me see if it. No, comes. no, that, that's what it says. Category J mental disorder on Urban Dictionary. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just wondered where Category J came from, but uh, I'm wondering now if this is. I wonder uh, if it's Jake. Good, good radio. No, it's definitely J Cat. Definitely John. Really? It's just yeah, yeah. Category J. Otherwise known as Category J in the California Penal Code, it refers to an inmate deemed too mentally unstable oh, to remain go. in yeah, yeah, yeah. custody, in, in normal custody. That's uh, Urban Dictionary. So, yeah, yeah. So, that's so, yeah, isolation. That's from, yeah, you're a J-cat. You need to go into isolation. Yeah. You're, not e- you're not even uh, of sound mind and body. You need to, to go in with the kiddie fiddlers. amongst, you yeah. know, regular prisoners. You're you need like, to go in with the chomos. You're a fucking J-cat, dude. Do you know what a chomo is? You're a J-cat. A child molester, a chomo. That's chomo. what they called in uh, in in American prisons. Okay, well, it took a while, but we got there. Um, I was Lots looking of for pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking on Urban Dictionary earlier for <laughs> for eighty sixth because uh, we we were out last night and uh, oh, we I ended up nice. in, in, a, in a surrealist um, film festival. And uh, a good friend of ours was performing performance yeah. art poetry but, dressed as a witch. Right. And um, should we go back a few steps, J J D? If you don't how mind, how far can you go back? Well, what what can we just explain what this place was? Because I walked in there for a few minutes, and it's basically this stuffy kind of um, wooden panelled club. Right? It's, it's a gentleman's it's a club. Members club. Yeah, it's a private members club, but they were having a film festival. Mm-hmm. And they were showing surrealist movies. It was a surreal festival. And so you have to pay uh, to get in, and it's kind of like a Masonic well, place, you, you, I think. You, you pay a, a yearly sub- subscription mm-hmm. to 
have the privilege of being. Have a you member. got a yearly subscription? I've been a member for three or four years. Yeah. Wow. Um, Is it the place you invited me to that one time? Yeah, yeah I, I went there, but you had disappeared. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I was last left. Night. So I, was last left I was I was left in this library-looking <laughs> place, having yes. having yeah. beers, really drunk, and people it's were like looking at me like, isn't it? They were like, yeah. "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> I'm like. I was, here to, I was here to meet uh, J.D. Strange. They're like, oh, yeah, we knew him, but he, he's gone now. I was like, oh, fuck. Someone actually said to me last night, are you lost? <coughs> like, Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, are Damn. you really supposed to fucking be you? I think I got you that. I, I think I got that, too. And I was like, no, 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 no. I got, I got a friend. Yeah. So did you get invited to the Eyes Wide Shut um, masked uh, child sacrifice downstairs? Oh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. There are defamation laws apparently in Thailand, but um. well, apparently so. Yeah, and uh, this character in question had uh, he was he was performing, and he dressed up. He had a witch's hat on. He was doing poetry, yep. and you know we'd um, hung out <laughs> earlier, and I'd written the lyrics to the poem on his forearm so he could read it. So, and it looked pretty cool, you know. Had a marker, these written words all over his body, and uh, he walked in with a beer he'd purchased from outside. Walking into a gentleman's private members club with a large bottle of beer Mm. you've acquired from another establishment. Oh my god! Heavily frowned upon. You know, whilst providing whilst whilst providing free entertainment for the Mm. the festival. So I mean, you can't get better marketing than that. You know, imagine the the you know how cool would it be the notoriety the notoriety how cool would it be to be you know barred to be eighty sixth from a surrealist film festival you know <laughs> you're too weird you know i mean <laughs> these these people you know they want to move in bohemian circles yeah. yet they demand conservative behavior and this is what's interesting about very it, you know? interesting they, they, mm. they, they want they're promoting surrealism and they can't but they want conformity and they they can't accept a guy dressed as a witch reading poetry with a large bottle of beer yeah you're going, to, you're going to get much more surreal than that. Yeah, yeah. man. It's kind of... Yeah. I never I never uh, attacked it from that angle. So apparently he was forcibly ejected, wasn't he? Like uh, yeah. like jackbooted thugs. Yeah, a couple of dudes stood up and uh, kind of escorted him out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he went on his on his merry, merry way. The story had a happy ending of sorts, but... Uh, Can we go there? No. No. <laughs> I got an interesting photograph. Well, I mean, go, going way. off that, it's like it's like uh, 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 I mean, with with now <laughs> n- nowadays, uh, you know, how you fit in with people. There's no, there's only like uh, only you know like a Venn diagram. You're either you know straight. You're either on you know two mm. circles, and if you're in this middle zone, you're you're too weird for the guys on this side, yeah. and you're just way too weird for the guys on that side. So the middle yeah. the middle of this Venn diagram is uh, purgatory. You That's know what I right. mean? And all, all the good stuff, art throughout the years, throughout the centuries, is created by guys on the exterior of that yeah. you know that that schematic diagram you just described. Yeah. I mean, the, the people producing the good stuff are not conforming to uh, conservative behavior you know mm-hmm. they're the guys living from hand to mouth you know um you know in horrible apartments uh writing crazy yeah they're the schizophrenics um, throwing feces at walls outside or right in the naming shit yeah yeah didn't, well, not, didn't I mean, you do something like that i'm sorry but, but, <laughs> you know there, there, there is you know there is a there's a stage before you get far. to to painting the walls in shit you know and it is roughly where you are. 
<laughs> yeah. He, JD made it out. <laughs> JD Strange. No, I'm still in the shit house, way. dude. I'm still, I'm, <laughs> I'm still next week. What do you think I'm doing here? <laughs> um, yes, that, really interesting. Yeah, we don't live in a binary world, do we? Like a black and white world. There, you know, we're, there's several shades of grey, but people want to put you in boxes, don't they? And, um, <laughs> several shades of brown. Yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> But you're right. I mean, I, I love outliers. We spoke about this last night, didn't we? The people, like, we were talking about Louis J. Go- Louis J. Gomez, weren't we, from Real Ass Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just unapoti- unapologetically brash, and he's like, come and take me down, me too, as social justice warriors, come and get me. Well, he's, Do you, you know, know what I mean? The it's musicians like, as well from the 1970s, like, people like fucking Lou Reed and Iggy Pop, yeah. and, you know, they go, they go to town to town. Every time they hit town, there would be a scandal. Mm. You know, going to a restaurant, something would happen. Mm. So they would talk about it. So next time they're in town, everyone rushes out and buys tickets. Yeah, mm. you know, because they want to see yes, this scandal. Man. I mean, this is this is how to promote stuff. Well, it's, uh, didn't um, what, what's his face from the radio in Howard Stern? He, he his famous line was. Uh, half the people tune into me because they love me, and half the people tune into me because yeah. they hate me and they see what I want. They, they want to see what I'm going to say next, right? I, this think, is well, the, I think we've got a similar uh, audience yeah, jokes. here at this strange life. You know? <laughs> jokes I quite talking about agree. putting people down. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. not going to go away, is it? <laughs> talking about human euthanasia. <laughs> Fuck. And here we are, three youths in Asia. Yeah. Um, no, Sorry, I, I actually, I mean, I, going, going off that, they were talking about in, uh, I don't know if it was Iran or, or, or Saudi Arabia, they're talking about castrating people who, who rape. Talking about castrating right. them. I, I think so, I mean, that's, I mean, it. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm you don't have those. to put them down as per se, but I mean, if you're castrated, you, you're, you're technically put down. I mean, yeah, you don't have any sexual yeah. uh, desire at all. Yeah. Well, so, you, I mean, you wouldn't want it to be like a gray area case, no. I mean, um, yes. You know, I definitely, I think definitely for, for Corrid child um, abusers. Jomas. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. sound very yeah. enthusiastic and yeah <laughs> like chemical castration I think whatever. that's what I meant but I think yeah. after the fourth beer it turned into human castra- or human put down <laughs> euthanasia castrating the, the and the I'm brain. thinking more clearly this time on the tea and coke today you know not cocaine <laughs> he's, on the, he's on the English Not for breakfast listen, yeah. he's, he's been gentlemanly today um, so yeah um, outliers so out, yeah. So where did we so out, oh, yeah. that was the beginning of our night yeah, wasn't it? It, didn't, it didn't stop there so I got invited to this, uh, to this club I walked in and the two people that invited me had fucked off uh, so <laughs> like you jugs I was left on my own Banjo, uh. I, was, I was late by about an hour and a half um, but let's not go and, there you know, it's, it's unfair to say that um the performer had fucked off. He'd been ejected from the premises. Oh, yeah. You know, okay, and... Yeah. and uh, <laughs> so you but fucked that, off. But that doesn't, I, I fucked off. When I heard the story, it didn't surprise me. I, I was I, like, I, that, that I makes sense. I could see it coming, to be honest. I, I thought I'd like the rat that gets off the ship. I, <laughs> Just before I could, it hits the iceberg. I could, see, I could see it brewing. I could see it boiling. Um, but yeah, I mean... It, that was I, the beginning of... But I didn't leave town. I, I hung out at, um, just over the road down at a place called Ams. Ams Bar, yeah. Ams Side 22, bar. lovely little bar with a nice tattooed um, lady who worked there. Um, yeah, the staff were gorgeous. Yeah, very nice, a very nice figure. And uh, the one at the end we were talking to as well, she had a great pair of breasts. Really? Yeah, I thought so. 
I think she had what, one of those kind of tops on with was, no bra. Was that the one you got? I, I got the telephone number from. Yeah, you want to admit that, dear? Oh, yeah, no, no, we, we yeah, no. We, we went up to leave. We paid our bill, and this I, I can't remember. She's it, beautiful. But, She's um, really nice. She said, "Where are you yeah. going? Can I go with you?" Yeah, and Mountain Man just said, um, "Give your number to JD Strange." Mm. So I had my telephone in my hand, mm. and she whipped it out of my hand. And before I knew and what was going on, she had put her telephone number in. And somehow, um, there's this message mm. pops up on uh, mm. line. So somehow media. a dick pic got to her. I think that was after the seven beers, so it's a little fuzzy after that. (laughs) Have you exchanged messages then, JD? Absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I I, I, I can neither confirm nor deny. I I exchanged uh, stickers. Stickers. Oh, Oh, there you go. (laughs) Those are arbitrary. Send a picture of your flaccid penis. I've never. I've told you before. I've never done it. He sent the eggplant Uh, emoji. Sure, (laughs) sure. Lots of our listeners have done it. I've never sent a dick pic either. But but a man of my media presence, I can. I can, I've sent one to my wife. Actually. I couldn't handle that's that. It. Getting that's getting circulating, it would be awful. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah. especially with the, it being the, so the small. Jealousy, I mean. The jealousy, the <laughs> jealousy, you know, from my peers mm. once yeah. they saw the size of the strange I mean, rod. Yeah, I mean, pro- a lot of the strange rod. <laughs> 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 a lot of our listeners would just turn off, wouldn't they? In you know, in just because they were so jealous, there'd be suicides. Uh, you know, uh, it'd be like when yeah. Rudolph Valentino. Uh, so so so. Soy 22 is if you're looking towards going like a soak, it's on the left hand side, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a really. That's a, that's, a really, that's a really gnarly street. I don't even think it's backpacker. It's just for the, gnar, for the gnarly locals. I mean, you got to cross the street. You got, uh, was it 33 slash 1, which is not too bad. You got mm-hmm. uh, the Irish O'Shea's El bar. Gaucho's and just and then the, 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 that's where the comedy club is. That, that street's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 22 but twenty is like you go, the old bank. You go, yeah, you go yeah. across the street to twenty two, and it's like the old Nana Plaza type yeah. type deal. You got a bunch of little girly bars with with, with pool table. I like going down there. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, fun. We, we, it, it's we a lot sad. of fun. We, we Hold sad. on to your cock. We were sad to leave, but leave we did, and we went towards. Uh, oh, where do we go next? It didn't, cowboy. It didn't, cowboy. We got a tuk tuk. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Tuk tuk to soy cowboy. How did I miss out on now, this? Now we wanted to go night. to cockatoo, god, didn't we? It. But we we refrained because we thought <laughs> just too been much. Been in there. You've been in there too much. They're going to yeah. start calling you by your first yeah, names. We, we don't want to become regulars. Um, and oh, uh, we're a bit ladyboy heavy with content, uh, so we decided to go female. Uh, sorry, not the uh, um, gender. Whatever. Non-specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where did we go first? So we went to a little place called Crazy House. Right. And this is the first time I've been there. You have to pay this, to get in. This is a go-go bar. Uh, with two, with two levels with a transparent uh, uh, ceiling on the first yeah. I went to that place, yeah. yeah I've been there. It's pretty crazy, right? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. And it's not... Um, there's, there's two that have the, the transparent floor thing going on. Um, the other one is called Baraka, I think. Mm. Do you know, can I just say, when we were walking up, I thought I'd been there before because I thought, when we went upstairs, I thought on that side there was a, a it, I thought it was a, a bath, you know, a tub, a bathtub. Uh, 
But it wasn't. It was just a, a glass floor. But what's the one with the bathtub? Is that in Nana Plaza? I think they do. It? They yeah, have jacuzzis. Billboard, jacuzzi. I think. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, back to crazy. But uh, to be honest, what's it called? I don't, I don't feel comfortable in these places in go-go bars. It's weird, it's, isn't it's it? It's weird. It's kind of like a safari. Um, it's, you know, it was full of Chinese and Japanese as well, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, obviously the the, the performers aren't interested in like Western guys, you know. Because they know we're cheap. They know, you know, our economy, the decline of the West, you know, the rise of the <laughs> East. These girls know this shit, you know. So we we uh, we left there. We went no, no. Well, well, let, let let's not go away from that first because. There's just naked chicks in there writhing their growlers in people's yeah. faces. Yeah. 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 I mean, d- I was looking over and there was one guy sat down on a, like, a little booth and this woman was, had her legs on the chair and her vagina right in his face, just wiggling it like that. You have seen, seen anything like that before, Jack? I seen no. I, I, I saw that it. in Sin City. I saw that in Sin not for, not, not, I was not involved in that, but... I, I definitely uh, saw some people partake in that. There was a mirror behind it, wasn't there, James? It was getting all steamed up. Was there? Was there any straws involved? Um. <laughs> <laughs> it takes us back to that other. <laughs> that should have been on the best of. <laughs> oh, when they were putting those things out. We're p- remember, we're remember, remember! I tell you, uh, it went there for that bachelor party, and I saw some. I saw somebody doing some questionable things in some of that go-go bars over there. Mm-hmm. The. Uh, the circle bar in Patea, you mean? That, that is definitely Sin rimming. City. That is definitely Sin City. Yeah. There's a bit of rimming going on, wasn't there? So, yeah, I, I'm actually surprised that, that you guys saw that in Bangkok because Bangkok's a lot more tame than Pattaya. Mm. I, I, in, the, in the times I've been to the red light districts, I haven't seen much of that. Well, crazy That's probably why you have to crazy buy Crazy house is probably the craziest yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy uh, bar. Yeah, okay. And... I, I so want to sidetrack side and talk about the, the Pat Pong Sex Museum, but I, I won't. I'm going to stick into this, stick with this night. Should we finish our night first? And we ended up in this bar, and it's a corridor dive bar, and it's my favourite bar in Bangkok because the that people girl's there got are big just knockers. So the people there are just so lovely, and they're like, you know, Have friends for ten years. Yeah, sorry. you're talking, you're talking about out, outside of Soy Cowboy Siamese twins. Yeah, me and you were. We, we, Is it that same place? Well, yeah, we yeah. Last time, yeah. Yeah, I got kicked in the chest there <laughs> by a random guy. No, 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 no. I got, I got, I got kicked in the chest by some chick that was there. I was, I was fucking wasted there at like five in the morning, and this girl was just annoying, and I kept fucking egging her on talking shit and all of a sudden she just gets up pushes me and it kicks me in the fucking chest what a Thai girl yeah who were there yeah but how did she kick you in the chest where was she, was she on the floor you boy Thai shit no it was she she got her she got her leg up in my chest like upper chest area and then all the Thai guys and you know all the tuk tuks hang out right up front right there they all started like they were ready to swarm me <laughs> and I just throw up no I just throw up my hands and I'm like I said, you know, I said, you know, hey, I'm not, I'm giant, I'm giant, I'm giant, I'm not fighting, giant. And what they, did you do? I just kept giving her shit. She was, she was just, she was just not a nice girl. So I kept, 
giving her shit all night. Man, you got to be careful. Dude. I know. I mean, I think I think I was giving her shit because she was like hitting on it. She was talking with a guy, and I was like, oh, this is better watch out for this girl. She looks like she'll divorce you and take all your money <laughs> right in front of her. Uh, you said that. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> so you started it. <laughs> I think I did. I, I, I'm not saying, let's, let's just put it this way. Let's just say that I... I don't blame her for kicking me in the chest. You so happened, <laughs> so happened to our friend Robin. Didn't you? Just his his two year, three year old son yeah. gave a tie the f- middle finger yeah. and he got his nose broken. Wait, what? By like three or four ties. A two year old? Yeah, his little two year old gave him the finger. I don't know why. Yeah, he just, he no way. Went up to Seven Eleven and uh, jumped off the motorbike going in, and his son had just learnt this this. Uh, this, this middle finger thing? middle finger thing and uh, three four tie guys took exception did, did to, a it to a fucking bunch of dudes rolls. outside seven and they just jumped him for his son battered him yeah fuck you gotta be careful dude especially yeah. when you're talking tuk tuk and motorcycle drivers they'll fucking they'll no, do you I know, with I know. bottles and fucking if, if, I, and if I had been like screaming and yelling and like fighting or like you know pushing somebody I would have got my ass kicked there was like 20 guys there but I threw my hands up and I was like, you know, I'm dying. I'm not fighting. You know, look at me. I'm just fucking just threw up my hands and they said, OK, well, he's not he's not he's not not like, like the normal drunk foreigners throwing punches and shit. So we're going to leave him alone. And I, he could speak a little bit of Thai. So he knows he knows what's oh, going dear. on. The force is strong in this. Bar. <clears throat> so we had a we had a we had a music off, didn't we? And uh, in this bar. Yeah, we were choosing. Uh, we, we, we sort of went tit for tat on uh, on. Tits on, being the operative word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tatties. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a pretty late one, wasn't it, all in all? I'll tell you what, we got ripped off in there, though. No shit. I only had two bottles. No, what? It was, yeah, it was like one, it was like uh, 1,400 baht. Mm. What'd you guys have in there? I had two Chang. Small Same. bottles? Yeah. But well, well, we got some lady drinks, but I don't think we knew oh, how many well, lady yeah, drinks we I had like three drinks. I had three gin and tonics. Uh, oh, those add up. The too. girl I was talking to had probably three. His girl had three. I think it normally, so, you know, I mean, what, normally those in, go for about two or three hundred. With 300. The, same, the same deal going on. Mm. That would be like three <laughs> thousand. Right, yeah, I mean, it's Siamese twins is is pretty cheap, mm. uh, and they don't rip me off. I mean, I, I went in there once with no money, and. Mm. Uh, had a good time. <laughs> no, seriously, I did. I, I said, look, I don't have any money. And she just said, okay, I'll buy you drinks. Wow. Um, I, I just sat in there drinking all night. Beer Shit. For free. I got to try so, that. So, so maybe I paid them back last night. Sorry, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> the tab came just out. Put it on tab. <laughs> <laughs> That's where your two chongs cost fucking that much. Goddamn. <laughs> Two Changs and a JD night out. Fucking <laughs> um, hell. So, yeah, we turned out. What time do we? I mean, so I left at one. Oh, no! We went to the fucking oh, meat yeah, raffle. Don't, don't forget the, the meat uh, market. You went the to termi. another place. The yeah. termi. What's it called? The termi. Jesus Christ. This place Termite. Is, this place is legendary. People have written books about this place. Yeah. Know? But it was a previous Legend. incarnation of the, the termi coffee. What are you calling it? Termi. T H E R M A E. Termi. Termi. I think it's a Greek or Roman word. I mean, I forget. Well, you know, don't 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 reach for the handset. But I've always called it the termi. Um, This is a bar. It's. I mean, officially, it's a coffee shop, but they they sell beer 
um, they even sell like popcorn and burgers and stuff. And uh, there's a bar there. Mm-hmm. When you walk down, Some you walk down there. these stairs, this cavernous stairs, um, and you have to order your drink first. And then there's just like this the horseshoe. Like there's a there's an island bar in the middle, and then there's just these um, young women. Guess what it means, James? Quickly, it's Roman, it refers isn't it? to a large imperial bath. It's a Roman oh, bath, right? yeah, 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 which makes yeah. sense, right? Yeah. Wow, yeah. I knew it was Greek or Roman, and so had go, some so, kind of sorry, like, JD, yeah, some kind of so you walk it, yeah, you have to get a drink, context, yeah. and then there's like these like three bouncers stood there that won't let you pass unless you show your drink, right? So you've right. got it, and then it's like imagine a go kart track, you know, an indoor go kart track, you know, little go karts, yeah. but around. Both round the round the track, both sides are women lined up all the way around, and there's like different kind of different routes you can take and different little alcoves you can go into and yeah. come back and out it's of. Just, just women everywhere lined up, and it's you're walking down, and they're, and they're really, really hot. Some are lovely. Um, yeah, I guess they're like office workers or really. Do you think? Yeah. You don't think they just got kicked out of bars because they failed the race test? No, no, it's. <laughs> 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 this is the way his mind Gosh, works. Gosh, yeah. that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I bet some of them have. It's seriously. No, no, I'm being serious. I'm not joking. When you've when you've okay, when you've been kicked out of the box, you fell to test. You go to the street, don't you? All right, all right, all right. So, you think bars give the employees AIDS tests? Uh, girl bars do. Yeah, I know you, for a fact they you do. Think we, I know for a fact. And you think if they fail the test, they're sacked from the bar? And then they go and work in places like this. This is what you think. Yeah. Why wouldn't, Am I wrong? Th- why wouldn't these places AIDS test then? Because it's freelance, isn't it? In a therme. I could be wrong, so but you, I think they so do, do test. So do you think most of the prostitutes on the streets have AIDS? No. But I think but, some. But the ones that... Some. Do you think most of the girls in the bars don't have AIDS? Well, apparently they get tested. Or is that bullshit? Is, it, is that... I don't know. Am I, is I'm, it an urban myth? I dude, don't know, Jay. Dude, I fucking doubt it. Okay, so this... I I, if you look, look at it. You're, you're a bar money, owner. It? Okay, yeah. Jugs, you, you look at it. You're, you're a bar owner. You've got this really hot go-go dancer. She's pulling in the customers. Yeah. Um, she's in the prime of her game. She's, you know, and uh, she's making the bar a lot of money. Um, are you going to put yourself in a position where you no. potentially have to sack her? I guess, well, I guess I mean, it costs money, doesn't well, it? Well, no, I mean, it, it, it just it depends on, on your uh, your ethics, your code of ethics and well, how you run Bangkok. your business. I mean, well, I, I, I understand that. But if I was a bar owner, I mean, I would say I would do an AIDS test. Well, I know Steve yeah. my used cu- to, uh, Customers might come back and, and say, what the fuck, man? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you have these girls in your bar who have AIDS. Why don't you just label your bar fucking, you know, go-go the AIDS, AIDS or something. You know, the AIDS, <laughs> the AIDS club or something. You know what I mean? Go-go AIDS. There needs to be some... There, <laughs> there needs to be some kind of small print saying that, you know... You, we are not AIDS. We are not liable for your sexually transmitted diseases. You have and to sign a disclaimer as you exit the bar. That way you could be like, hey, man, you signed the disclaimer uh, you signed your life away you, you go to a bar called go go aids and you, <laughs> you take one home um but, now, i used to know steve uh hi steve if you're listening uh he used to run morning night before he moved to and then he used to manage the the outdoor pool bar that's now been knocked down mm. further down soy four 
uh, strikers, I think it was called, or something like that, Mount Knight of Strikers. And and he didn't, he he didn't, I mean, his his girls, his bar were a bit different. They're not really girl bars. But he, he used to say, oh, yeah, two from so-and-so got got uh, sacked last night. No and way. Three from so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because? Because they failed the test. Okay, do you, do, you, do you believe him? I have no reason not to. Yeah. Hmm. But I mean that that was like five years ago. So this would be an interesting discussion when we when we we were talking about getting a bar owner a go go bar yeah, owner on our good. podcast, mm. and we can talk about the 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 go go scene there a little bit. So you if, know, if you're legally employing someone, can you um, terminate that employment because they have a terminal disease? Yeah, I guess that would be. It's not Philadelphia it's not, told us that you can't. It's not going to rock anywhere in the world. You can't do that. Um, magic, magic, sex, magic, magic, yeah. jo- magic! Johnson had to quit basketball because he had HIV. If you bleed yeah. on something or you any yeah, you kind of fluid, if you, you, HIV, you so th- there definitely are some careers that you you can't do because of sexually transmitted diseases. Isn't legal. So, well, I mean, you put that law. you put that in quotes. I mean, yeah, it's but, questionable. Yeah, it can't it's questionable. be held up in a court, though, if it's not legal, can it? If prostitution isn't legal, you can't get in trouble well, for well, firing someone for. Well, you, I think these these these, <laughs> these bar they're, 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 uh, 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 this is kind of a sl- slippery slope to go down. But I I don't I don't <laughs> think put them all down. I, the, the bar owners here could fire a girl for any fucking reason. Yeah, that's all I can yeah, say about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she was late to work. Mm. Fired. Yeah. And she had AIDS. Yeah, she got a smelly, <laughs> got a smelly vagina. She was stinking the club out. Um, right, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we're at the meat market, Therme, and uh, we we had quite an interesting chat there, didn't we? About um, we were sort of surmising how we were sort of going through the things. How many people? In this room, do you think have murderous tendencies? Uh, yeah, so we're surrounded. Uh, How many people in this room? Surrounded with all these beautiful women who probably didn't have AIDS. Um, they are probably like <laughs> factory workers, office girls. End of the month, they want an iPhone or whatever. So they're out. They're out in the turmoil. And then you know we're sitting down, and Mickey says, "How many of these people do you think are like confirmed psychopaths? And ha- <laughs> how many of these people have?" Do you reckon murdered other people? I, I have. <laughs> we have. We, we have discussed this. Remember? Yeah, remember? We were question. talking about you know in the single night scene. Someone in Bangkok is the most drunk yep. right now somewhere out there. And there are who are the people in my passing on the street that say, "God damn, I would love to kill that motherfucker." Mm. You know, I it, said as well. How, how many true. people I mean, here? You know, a girl was mm. blackout drunk in a bed. And you walk past the room, the door was slightly open, you, you've gone to the toilet, you walk past the room and you see her, how many people in here would actually go and slip it in? And we thought quite a lot, didn't quite, we? Yeah, like yeah. modern, yeah. I mean, it, of course you have different categories of people. Like when we walk into these places, obviously we're not going in there to get laid. We go in there because it's entertainment. We think it's, it's funny. Safari, yeah, it? you know, we yeah. just want to have fun. We want to have a few drinks. I mean, okay, few few tits are popping out. Big fucking deal, you know. Or 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 uh, you know, mountain man's friend wants to see a cock. You know, that's that's funny. That's entertaining. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, we don't go there. For, you know, and there are people there that are that are there prowling. Are people that do that. And and, and some of these women are are far away from their homes in Isan or northern Thailand or some of these rural communities, and they possibly go missing 
And their family just did. and their family just think oh that they're 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 still in Bangkok. We, I mean, we how lost many touch women with them. Get yeah. forced into things they don't want to do. Get punched, beaten. I bet there's a few a night in Bangkok, right? Per night. For sure, yeah. I yeah. mean, I bet there's tens probably per night that get you know. And beaten. probably the same amount of foreigners that get robbed and beaten up as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a and, and 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 I think most, if not all, not I won't say all, but a large percentage of them go unreported because it's shameful to say, mm. yeah, I prostituted last night and I got beat up by a guy. Yeah. And what the hell are yeah. you going to do about it anyway? Yeah. You know. And who was the guy? Oh, he was some guy, Japanese-looking guy. How are you going to find that guy? Or he was a I don't know why I say Japanese. <laughs> you know, he was a white-looking guy. You know what I mean? Or he was, you know, anything. You know what I mean? You, how do you report that? You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess if you're like a sex worker, you just you put it down to experience and you learn the warning signs. Signs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know. So often these girls like to go with the guys who are like really drunk but passive because they, mm-hmm. they know that they all they have to do is get them home. And, you know, and they're just going to sleep. And they and can nick all of Then they can take their winnings, you know. You know <laughs> right. Steal by, a credit card. By whatever means necessary. Um, mm. But they know that they can probably spot a psychopath, you know. I think they have good I intuition. Think this is, a lot of this is, yeah, yeah. I, think I would say have. these parts of the world, I mean, like we, we've discussed Gary Glitter a few times. This place is a playground. <laughs> a playground for some of these fucking psychopaths. Fucking they, just, they just move away people from their countries where, where, it's, where it's easy to get away, where it's, where it's not easy to get away with something. And they come here and it's like, it's, it's a fucking playground. You can get away How with How many people here on the lamb? What's on the lamb? Uh, on the run? Uh, yeah, on the run from the law. I think a lot. Right? Well, what they say, yeah. there's three categories of people here or something like that. What is it? Uh, misfit. <laughs> what is it? Misfits, uh, tra- you know, travelers and I don't know. They, misfits. <laughs> misfits, misfits, and misfits. You know, just people who don't fit in with their country. So they yeah. go over here and now all of a sudden they can bloom here. And you have people who are running away from uh, yeah. their families yeah. or something like that. Or, or people who are just genuinely want, wanted to move to a different country. Mm-hmm. Or, or criminals, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's I a mean, misfit group. So, someone once asked me, what's the, what are the pros and cons of living in Pattaya? Like, <laughs> half the population, basically. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pros and cons. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that before. How, that seems like a really obvious joke. That's did you funny. make that up? You didn't, did you? You'd heard that somewhere. Oh, no. I, it's really good. It's a social media response to a Is question. Right. Oh, that's cool. I um, don't know if someone's been there before me, but I... I do like that. There are a lot of, you know, a lot of prostitutes and a lot of convicts in uh, mm. that town, for sure. A lot of people on the run. Uh, it's less easy now um, to mm. to escape the long hand of With the, the biometrics and things they got yeah. now yeah. and scanning it's, the passports be before easy. you just get a stamp. You, you see know? that guy got arrested for a 13-year overstay recently. He was yeah. Like 84 years old. Yeah, poor guy. He's probably, he, oh, was it the same guy that was sitting in the police station for a few days? Different dude. I no. think the police station guy was Patea. This guy was okay. Yes. Okay. And he got evicted. He got deported, so, basically. So yeah, he's been deported. He's been taken to immigration prison. Uh, Even if he had a house here, probably paid for and fucking. It's oh my brutal, God. dude. It's fucking brutal. James, what was that thing you brutal. were telling me last night about these girls who basically act for thirty years? To just, Sleepers. Just, just say yeah. To tell jobs what you were telling me last night. It's so interesting. Theory. Yeah, well, I used to live up in um, Sarin for a couple of years in uh, northeast Thailand, and there's a lot of old dudes there who, you know, are retired, and they, you know, they've met the gal from 
uh, Patea or wherever and um, and I got to learn or got to understand the mentality of some of these women who um, embark on relationships for financial stability and mm-hmm. for financial reward mm-hmm. and to often gain face you know in their little communities as well yeah. and what surprised me was that some of them would you know they would do everything they would they would they would get married they would um, they would go to either America or Europe um, Denmark England wherever um, there would be the stay at home wife for like 10 20 maybe 30 years they'd have kids kids would go to school you know they would but the whole time they knew it was only a temporary arrangement yeah often because their their husband was older 30 years older or something so they knew they were just watching the clock it was clock watching did you did you see that what did you see this on a documentary there was a documentary that came out about this about how some of these isan girls are going to like sweden and stuff like that and you know just not for love you know what i mean they're going there for the financial stability and you know it's a different culture you know what i mean like my girlfriend tells me about it you know you get up in status when you get married and you have kids because when you're 30 or 35 and you're not married don't have kids they're like what the hell's wrong with you and Mm. you're you're like on this low pedestal you have no money you're not married you have no kids there's something wrong with you it was the it was the final piece this jigsaw that got made just just explain that yeah so so they wait until the guy's retired he's like 60 65 and he sells everything so he sells the house in um the west um, and they, they cash in basically, so they got you know a few hundred thousand dollars or whatever, and they invest in you know um, a house in Isan or whatever. Yep. They buy the car, yep. and then once all most of the cash is like transferred, then she kicks them out. Oh man, you know, and they call them sleepers, you know, because they're they're just sleeping, they're just waiting. For this Imagine, the, and the we were Jesus. surprising that. That's why so many people commit suicide. That's and what I was. Yeah, that's I mean, the that's, first thing that came get, to my mind. Get these guys jumping out of balconies years. and stuff. And what they often do is, you know, they have this post-traumatic stress disorder, and they're late in life as well. And they, so they go back to the place where it all started. So they go back to Patea um, to try and find a new, you know. Because they're still, you know, they, they, they haven't figured it all out. They can't understand mm. why it's gone wrong. Maybe she's allowed him to take some trips down to the beach mm. and she's made sure she's found out he's fucked around or something like that. You know, she stopped sleeping with him. You know, mm. so it's, it's very, very um, intelligent manipulation. Confusing. Um, it's, just, it's, just, it's just being a con, con woman. I mean, yeah, it's a long swindle. It's, it's a sleeper. It's yeah, yeah. Yeah, and in it, the most evil way I mean it, uh, yeah, 30 years and you just think oh that my is, god I've got to say I, I would rather get ripped off overnight like if my girlfriend happened to just you know take my bank account my card yeah, take everything take, take six, you know 60, 70, 80,000 baht that I that I have in my bank account and then I'm left with zero and be like fuck alright well she's gone I'm down to zero at least I can work and, and earn more money back she's out she did it but mm-hmm. if you like and you have like hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of bought in your retirement yeah. and pension, and everything is tied up with this woman after thirty years, and she just fucking does that. And you think she's been I, I mean, planning I, this all? Yeah, and you just you, you just feel like what what is worth uh, all, everything that I've lived for is gone. What, what, yeah, what my else? life is a sham. What basically. else? What else? Yeah, what I, else I am I living? Woman. What I, else am I living? We for? had a life together, and now it's all. Did I tell you about the Swiss guy? who um, got involved with the, the elephant woman. sanctuary one. no it's okay, the, yeah, the, <clears throat> the woman who had a, a child um, and the child was three or four years old 
and mm-hmm. the Swiss guy down in Patea got I won't say his name but he got involved with her and um, he had a lot of money back west had bank accounts um, and um, every day he would walk with the kid and they would go to the beach and uh, they would stop at the bank they would get some money out and the kid liked to play on the ATM card or the ATM machine right mm-hmm. um, and then he realised after a few weeks that there was a huge um, um, withdrawals from his account in Switzerland or, and um, he couldn't figure it out and he was you know he was phoning his bank and they said well we can't you know that whoever's withdrawing his money knows the uh, knows the pin code um, and he confronted the girlfriend in the end she broke down and told him the truth after or he found out the truth after all the money you know hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands basically his life savings had been mm-hmm. depleted that um, the mother of the child had taught and instructed the child to memorize the ATM pin number mm-hmm. whilst the child was out walking with the boyfriend oh my god so she had taught her infant son to be part of this scam to and it probably mm-hmm. wasn't the first time you know it probably been done before um, and it's incredible how devious um, yeah, to, to some, bring in someone so innocent yeah fuck me well backpacking off this story I was uh, I, I don't I don't think I told this story I was on I was here? on Nana Nana area and they have this open air bar and I was talking to this girl in there that was obviously interested in me probably for money but uh, she was like, I was like, yeah, I have a girlfriend, so I'm not really interested. She said, oh, I have a boyfriend, too. He's in Germany. He sends me 10000 baht a month. And after, after she's groping on my arm and shit like that, I'm like, you have a boyfriend? What are you, what are you doing here? It's not enough money. Yeah, and then and and she was like telling me, and then she she you know she's got more than one. In these situations, I like to like be like a reporter, and I like to figure out what's going through these girls' minds. So I'm asking questions. They're actually quite open, and I'm like, so uh, you know, uh, so you're here. You're you're, she. She goes, yeah, I'm just here to make more money. Uh, He tells me to get out of this scene, and I, I I say I am. I'm working somewhere else, but actually, I come here every night. I'm like oh shit yeah a lot of them take the money on the proviso that they stop working at the bar and they fucking don't stop no. working at of the course. bar so, so imagine if have four or five of these sponsors yeah, you know? yeah. Sponsors and imagine one of, of these guys move over leave everything in Germany to move over here for something that's imaginary they don't want that do they that's the thing the, 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 the German guy might say I'll come and live with you and blah, blah. and they're like no 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 because it's better for them to keep my arm's length and they can fucking yeah you know even though thin doms dude Thin doms, yeah, they love it, don't they? Really, but they're not. I mean, uh, there are some thin doms are probably the, the financial domination uh, fetish fuckers are probably like two percent, aren't they? Mm. And the rest of them, ninety-eight percent, are probably actually in love. They're yeah, probably. And they're, they're some, just stupid, or just stupid, and you know that people can justify mm. the lies that they tell. You know, it's, it's quite. I mean, most of the time, I would say the upper percentage of these people in their countries, again, are these people who are uh, not very overly attractive. They don't get a lot of attention from girls in their own country. So they come to Thailand to visit. They meet this gorgeous, gorgeous woman who shows them all this attention. And and then, you know, they he he falls in love with her from the two week stay that he's here. And then uh, he goes home, and they're messaging. She's saying, "I miss you. I love you." And oh my god, I'm I'm so I, I need money, you know. And he's just like, "Well, I can help you because I, you know, I care. I love you, 
own, you know, and it's, oh. I made the decision to move here because of a bar girl at Nana. Oh, yeah. I mean, I kind of wanted to anyway, but she was like, okay, I really like this girl. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. And as soon as I got there, she, like, didn't want to know me. Oh, that Fucking, must have been heartbreaking. Yeah, it was, I, I was gutted. I was really gutted. Fuck. But then, it, then I thought, well, actually, I'm much happier here. But And everything worked out as it happens. I'm fucking, like, super happy. But So you yeah, showed man. up here and you're like, hey, let's meet up. And Yeah, I mean, she, she kind of already, she'd already gone cold when I'd sort of said I've got a job and blah, blah, blah. And I was making the plans. It already kind of went cold. And I was already kind of... On Just the way here, yeah. you, know, you wasn't Plan A. You was like Plan C or D, whatever. Or yeah, D or and I fucking sent yeah. her quite a bit of money as well. Yeah. Damn, quite a bit of money. I was listening to a, a conversation between a, a John and a bar girl last night, and um, she came up with this wonderful line. It's like he was laying out his heart you know telling her he loved her and you know really? why he was here. And I was just I was sitting at the bars earwigging. I was listening. And she just kind of raised herself up on the stool over him. And she just said, I don't care what you say. And then <laughs> smiled. Like that. And like waved oh her. God. You know. And obviously she, she probably does care. But the problem is she doesn't understand. Mm. She has no idea what he's saying. You know. And her response is, I don't care what you say. Is a way for him to just to shut up. Mm. So it's it's a way yeah, for her to get customers right. to stop talking. You know, it's a linguistic tool to, to, to stop. But for him, it's heartbreaking. For him, it's heartbreaking, but also kind of endearing. It's like, oh, she's kind of feisty, but no, yeah. no, she's not kind of feisty. She just doesn't understand what you're talking about, dude. Learn Thai or, mm. you know, get a girlfriend that speaks right. Thai. I mean, know? that's the number one thing because the English that these girls learn it's is bar, it's, it's bar English and they, they just know phrases. Up they know to you. You know, yeah, just these few things just to make a guy smile and get money. They're not educated educated women here at these bar uh, these people how many fingers so, so imagine fall in love imagine four phrases so uh, what my goal is if i stay in thailand long enough <laughs> is to be fluent in thai and actually try and speak to these girls in in, in thai and actually figure out who these girls really are you know what i mean because i think <laughs> i think yeah and then you find out you <laughs> yeah, find yeah. out that, that that's these, when you decide you know, to leave you, you know you, yeah you're like holy fuck i'm in this fucking vampire world you know what i mean they're all fucking blood like, suckers you know like, Counselor <laughs> Professor Jugs down at Nana, like really kind of you know, was, getting in amongst the. <laughs> no, I, I, J- JD Strange. I was a lot happier in Thailand when he didn't know what anyone was saying. Yeah, yeah. I tell yeah. you, I go, well, I go on these. What the fuck is I go on these uh, spurts where, like, I go to these weird places, and I just sometimes, if you if you come across a girl who can communicate, I just talk to them or, and, and try and figure out their story or what are they doing, and it, it really puts. Uh, a perspective you know what I mean because of course when they're coming up to you and they're like trying to that's one thing but if you sit down and talk to them get them a drink and you're talking to them you actually they, they open up some of these girls open up about what their life is and all their hardships and some of these girls have very hard lives like they do not want to be in the bar it's the last thing they they do but the money's too good and they don't have any other opportunity you have to respect their bravery to do it really. yeah it's not i mean we were just talking about how it's how dangerous that job can be i mean yeah, you don't know in the village and yeah. they need to send some money home and the husband's probably making them go to go to the bar and you know There's, I, I would the say, I used to say like 85 and 90 percent of these girls have a Thai boyfriend at yeah. home who pimps know. them out kind of deal yeah. 
Well, not like physically. The girl that I fell for out, but he's boyfriend. benefiting, right, from the money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's sitting around playing the Xbox or whatever, and she's yeah. out peddling her ass. Absolutely, mate. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, James, do you ever just, just, just. That was great. We're close to break time, but uh, just, just touch on something you said. Do you ever play dumb, like you can't speak Thai and, and listen and like catch people? No, because they talk about you. That's horrible. Right, you don't uh, want to hear what they're saying about you. This mm. guy, look at he stinks. Oh my god! Yeah, oh god, he's got a red face. He's old and ugly. No, I don't want to hear that. So I'd rather just go in and speak a little Thai, so mm. they know they have to be on their yeah. toes. Mm. Right. Uh, let's let's take a quick break. Cool. Yeah. Hey, welcome back, strangers. So uh, we just wanted to lift your spirits a little bit with a story. Um, because <laughs> an infant decapitation story yes a nice uh, PCP induced infant decapitation uh, so this happened well okay let, let's let's hear what the guy has to say why don't, why don't we say uh, this is a warning this may be explicit content for some of our viewers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever you do stay away from PC bloody P and infants yeah <laughs> In August of 2012, in Camden, New Jersey, a 33-year-old mother high on PCP decapitated her two-year-old son. Following an outlandish call to 911 confessing to murdering her child, Siobhan Thomas took her own life. Siobhan Thomas was no stranger to drug use. In November 2010, Thomas had left her son, Sophia Thomas, unattended in a vehicle. Same boy. After Siobhan was found in a drug-induced blackout, she admitted to smoking marijuana laced with PCP. Zari was taken away from Siobhan and placed with a relative. Nine months later, he was returned to his mother after she successfully completed substance abuse, mental health, and other counseling services. One month later, Siobhan tested positive for PCP in a random urine screen. Zahri was removed once again and placed with the same relative for another nine months, eventually being returned to his mother's custody. Crazy, Just four right? months later, a manic 911 call was placed by Siobhan. At first, Siobhan claimed someone has stabbed her baby. She changes her statement to being her boyfriend that stabbed Jari. Shortly after, she admits that she stabbed him. When the 911 dispatcher asks Siobhan if the child is bleeding, she responds, not much. I'll, I'll, I'll fast forward it. Incoherently with the 911 dispatcher on PCP. Okay, you know what? So is leaving your ambulance now? You, you know what? You, I did it. I'm lying. I'm what lying. Did? I'm lying. I'm lying. I did it. So is leaving the ambulance, ma'am? Um, no. I mean, no. He don't need... No. What's your name? Siobhan Thomas. Siobhan Thomas. Siobhan... Siobhan... When, when, it the, when it gets to the end, though, you can tell she's like... Catato well, obviously you would be, right? Pretty catatonic at this point. Because she's just like babbling. Uh, I'll just I'll just show you the very end, and then, and then we won't play anymore. But just two secs. Thirty-three years old. What did it have? Okay. Where are you? Your head took it today. Summer more. A former neighbor of Thomas. Okay. Where are you at right now? Keep thinking it. Keep thinking what, ma'am? Keep thinking. Fuck you, know. 
Maybe maybe we'll cut this bit out actually. It, oh, it wasn't maybe, very funny, maybe was cut it? the chocolate. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> the, the, the thing is, I'm sure there are many mothers across the world who take PCP, perhaps on a regular or irregular basis, and don't decapitate their baby. So yeah. perhaps PCP is not the villain. It's getting a bad rep in the story here, <laughs> and, and perhaps actually this woman had like mental uh, problems that she was trying to medicate with uh, her drug use. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. What does, has anyone taken PCP? Nope. Have you known anyone that's taken PCP? No. What no. exactly is PCP? I mean, can, can it be any worse than is it a crystal meth? Yeah, I, th- I think it, I think it's kind of mixture between like a, a amphetamine and hallucinogen and a hallucinogen. Yeah, okay. from the from the way it's, I it's like heard a, it it's described. a liquid, and how they do is they just dip they dip this marijuana joint in this liquid, uh, so it's uh, okay more potent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right, drugs. Yeah, they dip cigarettes or marijuana cigarettes in it. Yeah, yeah. but exactly. there's, a, there's only one drug that actually causes people to be violent. And it's been proven clinically over time, and that one drug is drugs. Marijuana. Beer. Oh, beer. Ooh, Alcohol. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if, you, if for centuries, if we want to send people off to fight, we, we feed them beer and alcohol, and, you know, it does... It, does, it, it works in that way. You know, acid doesn't, and they tried it, you know, with CK Ultra and whatever, you know. Um, so I think PCP is probably getting a bad rep here. Yeah, I think she was obviously a very unfit mother, and that's, uh, you know... That is kind of illustrated in the fact that she had a baby removed twice from her. Yeah, and I mean, then the red baby, flags, right? Yeah, I mean, she obviously wasn't fit to be a parent, and uh, mm. um, that's why we pay taxes and we have governments that they need to step in in times yeah. like this and, and uh, put that child into proper care. So, how, how does PCP make you feel? It's an anesthetic and painkiller, uh, which can it produces a dreamlike and floaty or numb feelings. Oh, like ketamine. It can change your mood and the way you feel in ways you don't expect. It has a number of effects. It can change how you see reality. You have hallucinations and see things that aren't there. The way you experience time may change, speed up or slow down. It may make you feel happy and upbeat. It may make you feel very down or paranoid. You may believe some things that aren't true and some people become more aggressive and more violent. How does it make people... Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you can say that about most drugs. I mean, it's right. like, you could it's say like, that about beer, couldn't you? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like, like ketamine, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Like, like a, a painkiller with hallucinogenic properties. Yeah. Uh, um, Bow salts too. K-hole. Yeah. I mean, I, look. I mean, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I've done my fair share of drugs, but there was nothing that has crossed my mind to say I let I want to take PCP. You know what I mean? But it also depends on environment. I mean, if your whole group of friends is doing it, and you, you know, it's cool. You're doing it, but you get addicted it's a to it. Of dollars. There, there's there's many there's many avenues that go with this, and obviously, maybe she wasn't fit to be a mother. Maybe she got pregnant by accident you know if you're a drug user i I don't think you are mentally ready to be a parent if you're a drug user so maybe that played a factor you know in the states where if you have a kid you start to get money from the government support you can see half as many as some people have as many i mean women women can get on the the wick program which they get uh food and some some care if they're single mothers they got a welfare type program there for single mothers so that that is ebt cards for food and things like that they do have these welfare programs there for that 
And um, unfortunately, none of these programs are helping, help, really helping people who are drug users. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's only actually enabling them to use drugs because they don't have to use their money for <laughs> right. necessities as food and, and, and baby food because they're getting it for free. Isn't it funny, though, that uh, did you notice it said uh, she blamed it on her boyfriend, not the baby's father. In all these cases, the baby's father is absent, right? Right. And I'm sorry to say it, but it's normally in the black communities where yeah. the where the fathers high percentages absent. high, high yeah. percentages yeah I, so I hear I mean god knows I mean in the council states in the UK are all the fathers absent I think a lot of them are aren't they maybe it's exactly yeah. the same I don't know but it's just a share it's just a breakdown of the family kind of unit isn't it well it's a tragic loss of a life and yeah. you know that, that's you know that's why poor kid we pay you know we, we pay taxes for a social welfare system that can can hopefully sometimes step in and avoid I'll tell you what though mate these kind of outcomes do you feel sorry for her I do I mean imagine waking up from a drug induced haze and knowing that you'd done that like how you'd feel but you can't neglect no, I, can't I think she had to know she was doing it I think I, I, you don't really? you know excuse me you can't kill a child I don't care what you're but what on. if you think like it's a demon and I don't care, and, I don't care you know. I, I don't, maybe yeah mm. do you reckon she was that far out well, that she thought causes, her baby yeah. was some kind of I mean didn't, other... didn't one man eat another man's face on PCP and one man cut his face off and microwave it or something he cut like round oh, his face shit. and took his face off I remember yeah. the story or is that an urban the, myth the, no the homeless guy story I remember yeah he started uh, eating the homeless guy's yeah, face the other yeah, homeless guy's face story. Yeah. So, so, but you know, her daily routine must have not been, you know, you know, one of uh, care and nurture for that <laughs> child. Just really? I mean, uh, it, I, I, mm, you know, I come from, uh, you know, being around drugs when I was a kid, and um, uh, thankfully I did have a mother who who loved me unconditionally, but you know, she did, was using drugs, and that's a choice. You know what I mean? So we we can't neglect the fact that it's a choice that she chose to do the drug. Mm. It, we can't neglect the fact that she she obviously had done it before, so she knew the side effects of taking the drug. So you, you that that responsibility ultimately, whether she was you know aware or unaware of her surroundings, mm. she still committed the crime. Whether you know. Even when we're blacked out drunk and we wake up next to our woman and she's really mad at us from the previous day, we, we don't we don't neglect that we did that the mm. previous night. We yeah, but you sometimes think, oh, we fuck. Fa- of course, of course, we do that. But we we ultimately accept responsibility that we drank that much and we did that. Even though the next day when we're sober, we're like, fuck, why the oh, fuck there is did such I do a that? Thing as a blackout, isn't now? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I blacked out twice in my you life. Know, you know, if you drink really heavily, if you had to, you wake up. And you have a shower, and you're kind of you're still a little bit high from the booze, and you're still like happy, and you you shower in, and you think, oh, that was a great night. This happened, and then that happened. Mm. Yeah, and, you go, and then, and then you fucking think, hits oh you. fuck, mm. and then that happened. Yeah, you know, I I've had that where I've said the wrong thing to the wrong person yeah. at yeah. the wrong time. Yeah, you know, our friend probably might have that, you know, from the surrealist film festival. But imagine if that's killing your own child. I tried oh, it on my best friend's girlfriend once and I didn't remember doing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, killing your own Did child. it come back the next day? Oh yeah, he found out, yeah. yeah. But you didn't remember doing I didn't, it I didn't, at I all? No, I didn't Jeez. remember doing it. No. And he, he was really upset with me. Oh, as, as he would be. 
but uh, I, I don't remember it. Um, but again, in this story, the child had been taken away twice already, so it wasn't a one-off. It wasn't like, oh, she fucked up mm. uh, this one time. There had been countless other times where she had uh, yeah. made that s- a similar mistake. So I think the system's to blame, not the drugs, not the woman, the system. I, I feel like we need to try and take it a bit more upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I've got, there's a couple, I've got uh, uh, rape, medical experiments and forced abortions. One woman describes horrors of Jinjiang concentration camp. Should we leave that for another time? Um, no, I wanted to show this. Did you see this dude's freak out uh, about this? Uh, this guy was uh, putting up this. Um, he was putting up this sign outside a school, and it was something to do with vaping. Right. And this guy freaked out. Now, fucking out. Right. Okay. So someone's outside your kid's school or whatever. They're putting up a, a like a, um, a a plastic sign. You know, like a material plastic sign. Yeah. They're fitting it to the fence with a couple of zip ties. And you just say, mate, that's, that's a bit out of order. Take it down, son, right? That's it, yeah? And then you fuck off. Listen to this dude. Fucking cray-cray in a big way. I don't know why I keep saying that. It's so gay. Cray-cray. <laughs> Effervescence right in front of the high school. Especially had a voice like this. For all of our young kids that are below 18, let me make sure I get the whole sign that's going to be put up here. Great. What's your name? I got a knife in my pocket right now. Cut it off there, please. A knife about what? what? I'm sorry? What's wrong? Open your fucking eyes and read, Josh. Are you retarded? Epervescence vapes in front of a high school? Dude, do you know how to read? Then fucking tell me what's wrong with vapes in front of the high school when kids are getting caught with them and we don't know what it does. What's wrong? I'm putting up a sign. I'm a functioning illiterate. Are you telling me you can't see how stupid you are? He doesn't know these people, by the way. They've got signs on their shirts. That's why he's saying Josh, but he doesn't know them. I just wanted to say that. She didn't even know what the sign said. I read it. I didn't say I can't read it. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. So that makes you more responsible? No, it doesn't. Well, at least you and Tube will know understand that. You're owning it. You need to leave. I don't have to do shit on a public sidewalk. Josh, who are you? Well, first What's your last name? Let me see. Oh, yeah. Back up. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. What's your last name? Let me see your ID. Pull out your ID. My last name is Herman. Let me see your ID. I don't believe you. Pull out your ID. All right, well, I'm going to have police come now. You go ahead. I've already called them. All right, good. So, you know, whoever calls first is the one that's not in trouble. I understand that. What's your... Let me see your... Whoever calls first is the one that's not in trouble? So we what need, kind we, of fucking logic is that? We, we need some clarity. What's happening now? The, the, so he's putting up a, a, a vaping a vaping company sign. But not the guy with the squeaky voice. No. He, he, no. He's objecting he's to objecting it. He's objecting to it. And he's a teacher or something? I think or? he's no. a parent. He's a, a parent. parent. Maybe a parent or even a, a concerned a civilian too. Yeah. Citizen. Yeah. So the sign is going up near and now the school. It, it's something to do with like a, a fair or, or something, a, a, a fundraiser or something. And all these uh, people work for this company or work for the school. They've all got name badges on. Um, sorry, yeah. right, mate. Take it. Okay, so are we going to listen to any more of that video? or I, I won't mind because it really starts okay. escalating. All right, really go ahead and... Well. Yeah, go on then. Oh, he won't be able to hear it though, will he? I 
ID. Would you rather have him? I would rather see your ID, Josh. What's your last name, Herman? H-E-R-M-A-N? Excuse me, sir. Is there something I can help you with? No, you can walk away and stop making yourself a part of this. Go away. I don't give a damn. Do you understand how stupid putting vape shit in front of a school is? That's fine. No, no. Question. Shaggy? Do you understand how stupid it is? Do you understand yes or no? I hear your question, sir. I just want you to know that we can resolve this differently. Okay. Yeah, take this shit down and read the sign. She didn't even read the sign. I just caught my eight. No, don't tell me to relax. We don't know what this shit's doing to kids, and you guys are too stupid to read a sign. So this is how you want to handle things? You goddamn right. When people don't read signs, they gotta get shook the fuck up. Whoa, whoa, sir. You've never made a mistake in your life. Fucking every day of my life. I mean. So then, then why don't we resolve this like Because adults? they look at me like I'm retarded. No, they're not looking at me. It's all right. I got all your names. You're on YouTube Live right now. It's all good. I like your little Christian there. Little good thing. I'm sure Jesus would be down for smoking too. Okay. Don't fucking. We'll cut some of this out if it's, if it's not. Interject yourself into a part of a problem. I'm not interjecting myself. No, there are younger kids that are 14 that are smoking because of this shit. So this is the example. This is it. Absolutely! You know what? Christ came into the temple and tipped over shit. You put yourself in your situation. Bullshit. Kicking and making people good. Good. They should wake up and read. Wake up and read. Don't put shit up unless you know what you're reading. I got you, Herman. H e r m a n. Josh, can I have your telephone number? You, you can wait here right now. He says he has a knife. Can I be able to cut down the sign? But what not, the hell are you? Like Feel my pockets. It's I not even not, in there. I said you're not trying to use it or anything. Okay, like you're psychotic. I'm just saying he's got a knife now. Because you said you don't have a knife. I said I'm getting some nippers, and you said all these people are dangerous. It's a pocket knife, and let me look to see. Escalating beyond all reasonable. I'll help you. Oh, here's my knife. Here's my knife. No, you already asked. I'm going to be more than one. Get out of my way. Don't. Why are you standing in my way? No, let's do something right. Uh uh. You said you told me you needed it on, right? I don't know, man. Did you, I have it everywhere. You said go ahead and get it down. Go ahead and get it down. This is not your property. She said go ahead and get it down. This is not your property. I haven't. I'm recording, Elliot. So get back in your little wheelchair and go away. You need to this is not your property. You need. To I was told that I could cut it down. You need to get back in. Your I was vehicle. told that I could cut it down. And I'm a board member. I'm saying you can't. Don't give a shit. Why don't you read some shit? Yeah, yeah I don't agree with that either. Then why are you allowing it? Because they give us money. Because you're a fucking fat ass whore. Fucking <laughs> 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 brilliant fat ass whore. This is exactly what you're doing in front of a school. I should be protesting on my public property. The scissors. You're in my place. Put you better back off. You need back off. Back off. Back off. Okay. Back off. Uh, I hope that guy doesn't have a gun license. I mean, there's, there's, there's things going on that have nothing to do with this sign in this guy's life, right? You're touching me for fat gut. You're going to keep walking? Take that sign down now! It's all recording. You want my Dude, badge number two? Give it to me, fat ass! Five, eight, nine. <laughs> Let me see your badge. I don't fucking believe it. I want to see your goddamn badge. Give it to me, fat ass. I'm challenging your authority! Let me see your ID! Let me see your ID! I demand your ID! 
false police officer, false arrest, all this Joshua other shit. Officer Joshua Herman. Is Fuck you! You're a cop that works at the mall. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go ass rape some of your boys at the mall? I have shit yep. bigger things than you this morning. All right. <laughs> God. <laughs> don't get hard with me, because I'm telling you right now, you don't. They should, they should, they should totally hire this guy. It took uh, a while to climb up. So I'm they, sorry. They, but they should hire him for the Surrealist Film Festival. Okay, so yeah, should, should we take yeah. a round table on this one? Fucking yeah. funny, dude. Should we, should we take a round table on this Go one? Jugs, you start. All right. Um, okay. I, I think he was highly exaggerating the situation. Uh, obviously, in the beginning of the video, he had a point, right? He did have a point. I mean, yeah, if he just came up to him and said, "Look, and like, if I were to do it, it'd be like, I, I would be upset. It'd be, dude, use your mind, use your head a little bit. You're outside of high school. There's obviously this medical thing going around with vaping and and kids thinking it's safe. Do you really think it's smart to put it outside of a school where even your kids can go? Would you want your kids smoking this? No. Okay, then well, just take it and move it around the corner or somewhere else in front of a liquor store or something." Like you don't need to have it in front of a school, but he didn't I, give them a chance. No, to, I to just, do it, I just think it? he went way over the top, and then people were even saying, "Dude, we agree with you. Just fucking chill out, man. You're, 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 you're making a scene in front of, and you know." When one man calls another man a fat ass whore, yeah. <laughs> the situation is there, out there, of there, hand. there are problems in this guy's life, obviously, and the problems aren't the sign in front of the school, are they? It's mm, just, yeah. uh, he's an incel, yeah. I bet, isn't he? Do you think he's single? Oh, there's all sorts of problems in that guy's life. It's not the. Uh, it's not. It's not about the sign in front of the school. It's, uh, it's other shit going down. Maybe he came yeah. to Bangkok once and got involved with a go-go girl from, <laughs> from, 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 from the AIDS back, go-go bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. So anyway, that's another public uh, freakout. Now we've got a bit of serial killer corners to go into, haven't we, uh, John? Wayne Gacy, the clown yeah. killer. Mm. Um, so we'll do that. Um, we did some quite extensive research, a couple of documentaries, did. and uh, yeah. So uh, take it away. Um, our very own jugs. Are we going to insert the <laughs> insert the little jingle here? I like the, the barbershop <laughs> quartet kind of uh, vocal we used to do. Yeah, me too. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you want to do that then? Cereal. 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 Corner. All right. Highlighted on Serial Killer Corner this Who week. Who we got today? We have John Wayne Gacy, the clown killer. Oh, not the clown killer. John Wayne Gacy was born in March 1942. Um, as he was growing up, his father was an alcoholic who regularly physically abused his mother right. and John Wayne Gacy. Right. His father regularly called him a disappointment, and he was more like a mama boy, sissy, and failure. Uh, he was like a sickly child. He was always sick. Um, you hear that a lot, don't you? He, uh, in, in school, when he got hit in the head by a swing as he was a teenager, which caused him to have regular epileptic f seizures. Uh he moved to Las Vegas at 20 years old. He was like, okay, I'm, I need to set out on my own. I, uh, um, I need to go out and I need to make something of myself. And he moved to Las Vegas at 20 years old. And he got his first job cleaning up in a mortuary. 
Oh, wow. Uh, where wow. he was thought to have developed a comfortability Got with the taste corpses. for it, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And um, just to just go back a little bit, head injuries, man. I, I think we've still got a lot to learn about. T, what is it? CB. Um, yeah, closed head injuries. Yeah, really bad head injuries because these these uh, NFL players get it and they end up murdering their wives and them yeah, and their mothers and shit. So he see so he, he had those head injuries. Mix that with working in the morgue. Go on, go on, drugs. Um, so he married a woman and was appointed a manager uh, by his father-in-law of three KFC stores. So at this point, he thought he was making it. Uh, he always had a high ambition of some to have some type of status, and this is often seen with you know characters such as Ted Bundy, where yeah. they kind of melt into society and yeah. have this kind of status. They want power. I think it was because uh, he was always trying to make his father proud of him. Uh, right. He was a popular member of the community and seen as a role model in the community. Oh my god! Uh, in 1967, he lured a 15-year-old boy into his house to watch porno films, drink, and play pool. Oh wow! The boy reported it, and he, <laughs> he was said, "Oh wow, <laughs> that was brilliant!" <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> the boy oh, reported wow. it, and he was charged with sodomy and sentenced to a 10-year uh, a prison sentence. You can get sodomy just for playing pool. Yeah, what's going on there? Uh, what did he do? It was interactive pool or something. <laughs> I think he made a move on the boy or All something. Right. So yeah. in prison, he developed, uh, again, a profile as being a model inmate and held the title of first cook. Oh, wow. And was a part of the uh, prison choir. Uh, <laughs> cereal. Cereal. <laughs> cereal. <laughs> Uh, he had a run-in with another gay inmate at one point. When the gay inmates were playing basketball and the ball rolled past Casey, he picked up the ball and threw it as hard as he could at the gay inmate. The gay, gay inmate said, miss me, miss me, now you gotta kiss me. <laughs> and Gacy was furious at this and attempted to try and hurt slash kill the other inmate. So, miss so me, Gace, miss me, Gacy, now you gotta kiss me. Gacy was homosexual. Was he uh, an uphill gardener? Was he, <laughs> was, he, was he bowling from the pavilion end? Was yeah. he a shirt lifter? <laughs> was, was, was he good with colours? Yeah. So he was actually homosexual or not? Did he like flower ranging? He, he got married, right? He was closeted. I mean, maybe maybe, maybe it was a power thing again because boys are, you know, you yeah. take advantage of them. Maybe he swung power. both ways. Yeah. He was closeted. I think so. Okay, so he was released after only serving 18 months in prison for being a model inmate. One victim later said that Gacy uh, later on picked him up and offered to take him cruising, quote unquote, cruising in his vehicle. Minutes later, Gacy put a rag with chloroform on it and man passed out, coming to occasionally, but then Gacy would do it again and he would pass out again. He remembered Gacy had taken him to his house, uh, dra uh, drugged him again, only to wake up later in a park abandoned and his pants half off and his clothes askew. I hate it when that happens. When you're the instigator. <laughs> Uh, Gacy admitted to the crime in which he brought a 17-year-old uh, boy to his home after abducting him and handcuffed him at knife point. Did, did, didn't he used to do a little trick with the handcuffs? I'm sure he did. I'm yeah, sorry, I, do, think do you mind there, I think there was something um, like that. Uh, Gacy uh, hand, handcuff trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he used to like, I think he used to put them on himself or something. Ah, uh, yeah. And then he's a, a Houdini kind of uh, yeah, escapology to, routine. Yeah, and they right? say, see if you yeah. can do it. And then they put them on. <laughs> <and they're kidding. laughs> yeah, okay, gotcha. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, brilliant. Um, what, a, what a brilliant guy he was. 
So it says <laughs> great at parties. He hand uh, he handcuffed him at knife point. Knife point. He then tied a rope around his neck and tightened it with a bar until the young man died. Yeah, that twisting. It was thought that he possibly murdered for sexual pleasure, like other serial killers, like the BTK killer, which we highlight on this show too. John Wayne Gacy was thought to be a model citizen of the community and after some reports of sexual misconduct they were brushed aside by the police because the victims didn't have much credibility because they were a part of the gay community because uh, the gay community had tarnished images Gacy continued to kill he at time pretended to be a police officer and had a siren and lights and would lure people into his car that way it was only until the different disappearance of Robert uh, Pete I think it was Priest, who was a popular student at school, had a good family, and was known around the community, went missing from his job. His mother was at his job to pick him up, and he told her to wait inside the store as she was going to the park as he was going to the parking lot to speak about a man about a construction job that paid better. Uh, so his mom, he said, Mom, wait inside, I'm gonna go talk business with this guy who's gonna offer me a better job. The boy never returned to his mother and went missing that's it man people don't give a fuck until someone important right so, you know the less dead isn't right. it like the prostitutes or even the, the that's one thing that surprised or, me too yeah. yeah it's when somebody like with so importance or a white kid yeah you know goes missing and yeah. so the the parents immediately reported him missing and the police followed up with the store about the lead about the construction worker they gave a phone number of a general laborer who was going to help them with some work in their store the phone number and address belonged to Gacy. Police followed up on this lead and went to his home and later conducted a search warrant after having another lead of a worker who helped Gacy dig some holes in a crawl space underneath his house. Oh, the infamous crawl space, right? Yeah. During the search, police found memorabilia, memorabilia belonging to some of the victims, including the senior ring of Trophies. the victim, Robert Peast. They also found a trap door in the house, which they opened uh, with a screwdriver and... And the floor came up. They they then ordered an excavating crew and detective to search for the victims, and then the bodies started to pile up. Each day they were searching. Each day they were searching, breaking news on the news to report the daily tally of the victims. As the neighbors and members of the community who knew him were horrified, each day they would report on the news. We found four people. We found six. We found no. eight total victims. All the way until the victim count was well into their 30s. Gacy blamed his victims, saying that, that he would be the one to be attacked, and the victims were actually the ones who were sexual deviants, not him. He did not like... This is a funny one. This actually really surprised me. He did not like to be compared to other serial killers, and one in particular, particular Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm. He is quoted as saying, I'll tell you this, that is Jeffrey Dahmer case. A good example of why they should not allow a plea of insanity in courts. Because if Jeffrey Dahmer does not fit the criteria for insanity, then I would hate to meet the one who does. That was a quote from Gacy. <laughs> so Dahmer predated uh, the Gacy. clown killer. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So he, he was maybe a little bit inspired. Yeah. And, and uh, a little bit envious of uh, How did Dahmer's work. What alerted the police, the police to that it was Gacy? Was it this, this one kid? This kid went missing from his job. They searched and, the house. And, they got and, a warrant. And they, he, was, he was already a, a, a laborer. He was going to do work for that 
uh, a business already. But Gacy's business or another no, business? No, the, the, the boy, the Robert Peast who was working there, the boy who went missing. Right. And they said, his mom said, you know, knew that he was talking to someone in construction and they went to the store to talk to the manager and he said, yeah. well, you know, we don't really have any leads, but we have this guy who oh, is going to do some work for us. You can you can check with him, but other than that, you know. And then they went to his house. They and, went to his house. And, and they found, uh, like, the... Like, memorabilia. memorabilia. Trophies. Yeah. Trophies. Fuck yeah. Me. Okay. And this was funny. That, that uh, quote uh, about Jeffrey Dahmer was uh, interesting because he ended up trying to plea insanity in his case, too. Uh, Gacy believed that he would beat the prosecution and was seen having a newspaper in court one day and circled an ad for a St. Patrick's Day party coming up after the trial dates and told his his attorney, see you there. Mm. He would not be there, though. He was found guilty of all crimes and given the death penalty. The defense made a compelling argument referring to the board with 30 uh, victims' photographs and called them the gallery of grief. I think I meant the prosecutors. The gallery of grief. And told jurors if they want to have sympathy for him, the only sympathy they should have is for the young victims. Hmm. He was put to death on May 10th, 1994. The prosecutor came out and said he got an easier death than any of his victims. In my opinion, he got the death he deserved. Fucking hell. So he he was a piece of work, wasn't he? I mean, I'm just looking at some disturbing facts about him. Like, body count, at least 33. Where does that put him? I mean, that puts him fairly high, doesn't it? In terms of uh, the serial killer chart, the top 10. (laughs) You know, I'm not a mystic, okay? But hear me out on this one. Oh, really? I thought you were. (laughs) Hear me out on this one. During the 70s, in this time, they they were a lot of high... Profile prolific serial killers. Yeah. Yeah, it was Why? a golden age. Why I was think, it? I don't know. I think. I, I I look. I'm again. I'm not a mystic, but I'm I'm thinking it was something either with the. Uh, I don't know. It's like the year. You know, like Chinese have years. Year of the dog, and something happens during that year. Maybe it was something. I don't know. You know, something. Well, I think there was. Uh, you know, we spoke about this before on the show, and I think there was prolific serial killers before the 1970s but uh, the you know the advent advent of the Gutenberg printing press around about the turn of the century meant that uh, you could report these crimes internationally there's no database I I guess in the 20s there's uh, the 10s and 20s there was like mass war going on and then the 40s there was as well Um, then kind of in the 50s 60s um, media became more um, sophisticated with television, and uh, <coughs> and this this uh, did two things. First of all, um, the reporting of the um, uh, prolific serial killers was more widespread, and secondly, the notoriety of the killer was you know there was an element of uh, glamour and fame in it for them. Mm. I think because they could see their picture <coughs> or see their victims in the newspaper. They could watch the video, um, you know, they could watch the TV footage of their crimes being reported. Um, and then... And it gave them a thrill, basically. Yeah, I think so. I, I think mm. there was a bit of a thrill in that. Even with Jack the Ripper, obviously, had a bit of a thrill going on with... Because they got the reporting crimes. in the paper, right? <laughs> yeah, writing Daily. letters to the press and stuff. Mm. But then, obviously, now it's just... The media is too widespread. There's too many cameras around. And I think it's been very difficult to be a serial killer nowadays. Yeah, yeah really hard. Yeah, I think so. Just look at some of this. Like it says here that his first murder 
gave him an orgasm. So I think I think this is it, right? His first murder gave him an orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> so how do we so, know this? Well, he must have he must have confessed to it. But it's, it says that um, uh, though his first murder wasn't planned, Gacy nevertheless went through with the act and became so overcome in the process that he had an orgasm. Uh, look, I'm not going to call him a freak for kinky stuff, but this is just. But they, they weren't sexual crimes, or they were. Was he raping these yes, boys? Yeah, he was. Yeah, so I that's think why so. he had an orgasm. Okay. So it says here that, um, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he he raped a lot of people, and he had a history of sexual assaults before his murders. It's just I just don't understand it. All of his victims were male. At least thirty three. This he's. Th- have you ever seen that picture of him as a clown? Yeah, he's he, so he used to dress up for like. Uh, neighborhood events and be the clown for the for the kids and things yeah. like that. That is so weird, dude. So fucking weird. So where do we rate Gacy then? In terms of the ones we've done on the show before. Well thirty thirty three's a big number, isn't mm. it? Yeah. I, I well, like we, it. I'm gonna say Gacy's one of my covered, favorite. We've covered a few of them. Yeah. I would say uh Man, but with the brutality of Jeffrey Dahmer eating his victims. Yes, I love Dahmer and... Sorry, love. Uh, <laughs> but, um, toy, the one we did very first one that kind of spurred this thing where we weren't even really talking about serial killers, but I did Toy Box Killer, you know, the guy with, yeah. with the tape recording of uh, what he was going to do to the victims mm. when we had um, Paul on... No, I can't remember. No, we had your friend on we the had show. The, we, had, yeah. we had the orphan yeah. the orphan killer too, the lady. Yeah, she had a Oh, fuck, yeah. She thousands. was thousands, right? Okay, I'm going to rate Gacy, I think, at number two or number three in the charts. Definitely up there. Definitely up there. I think maybe just behind Dharma. What do you think? Who's your number one? Uh, Toy Box. Okay. Even though he didn't kill a lot, it was just the, this tape recording, the fact that they woke up with this tape recorder playing, they were strapped so, to so a desk. So what's your, um, your criteria for, for rating the uh, serial killers? How fucking scared his victims were or the general public and mm. in this case the fear killer, factor not the public, but yeah fear factor okay. definitely how about you what, what, how yeah. about you JD what's your uh, criteria for uh, I, I don't really have a top 10 um, it's, it's hard to place them that's, I think that, about a lot, that's where I was going at it's hard, it's hard to lot, place James. them <laughs> not really <laughs> like no, I do but, all the time <clears throat> but uh, yeah it's got a body count it's got to be up there it's like it's like uh, yeah it's if, like putting it, uh, rock and roll people in order, you know, in top 100 rock and roll bands. It's, you know, subjective. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, it's an art, isn't it? Serial killing and rock and roll are both art. <laughs> but, but if you were to have like a top Trump serial killer edition, um, you know. I think uh, body count fear would be. factor, yeah. body count. Body count would be the highest um, rated, I think, don't you? Um, what else would be a con- contributing factor? But yeah, I mean, there's a number of. Uh, but ultimately, it's the most scared you would be if you were in a room with this person, right? Right, right. Isn't, isn't that right? And, and some of them are, <coughs> uh, some serial killers are really me- meagre people, aren't they? Quite, you know? Yeah. Right? Even, even Dharma, when you look at him after, he yeah, looks like a like dork, doesn't he? Yeah. He looks like a dweeb. And, and the thing is, they've got to do things like drug you to kill you because otherwise they've got no. I mean, physical for me, for me when I was, when I'm still thinking about all the serial killers. Mm, I, I want to say one that I, I think is I, when I rate a serial killer, it's how fucking crazy they are. 
yeah. getting inside their head to commit the crimes that they mm. do. And one that sticks out in my mind was uh, Dennis Rader, the BTK killer. Right, yeah. Because if if you go back and, and, and you watch his confession and how he just nonchalantly talks about uh, killing uh, four members of one family, the Ortero family, and, and hanging a, a 13-year-old girl from a pipe and masturbating as she's strang- as she's being strangled up uh, oh, that's on pretty it. sick dude it's yeah. pretty fucking yeah, sick it's pretty fucking sick you know yeah. what I mean and, and then the he masturbating as someone's dying as someone's dying and, and he and and, and it is it is fucking disgusting but I mean the, when he's up there in court and he's talking about it to not get the death penalty he is just like me, like we're talking we're, when we're talking right now. He's just telling exactly what happened, and it is very fucking. It's very disturbing. Like to hear him say, "Yeah, I, I did this, and what did you do it for?" No, I did it for sexual pleasure. Mm. You know, in, um, <laughs> like fuck, this fucked up jokes. You know, in um, Manhunt, the the series on Netflix. You know, it keeps Mind cutting. Hunter. Mind, Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter. Yeah. You know, it keeps cutting to a guy who's preparing. That's, yeah. that's Dennis Rader, isn't it? Right, the guy who's into the kinky stuff. Yeah, the, the, that's, the I think that's Dennis Rader, right? S&M dude. We haven't really got round to him yet, have we? I think that must come in the... Who? Um, have you seen Mindhunter first? Uh, I've seen the first season. Is it in the first the season second or second season? season? The it second season. It keeps cutting to like, this guy who's, yeah, who's preparing to do something. I can't remember, actually. Maybe, maybe that is the first season. It is. There's little bits in the first season and the second. It's, it's kind of peppered throughout the... Uh, yeah. Throughout I'm the sure episodes, so they reveal it in the second season. No, no, no they don't. No. It doesn't resolve. No, that's interesting, Mal. Well, that's very up. intricate. Because it must be the the fact that they're going to use their profiling to get him. I reckon, don't you? Yeah, setting us up for it's a lovely piece of foreshadowing, isn't it? A lovely piece of foreshadowing. Wonderfully yeah. made TV series. Mm. It is good, man. It is good. So that was Serial Killer Corner, and I think you'll all agree. John Wayne Gainsey, one freaky motherfucker. So as they say, they have a documentary, Born to Kill. Do you think John Wayne Gacy was born to kill? I think, yes. Yeah, I I do believe that some people come out of the womb a little bit wrong. But given the right love and attention, that can be rectified. But if that's exacerbated by shit upbringing, you've got a recipe for a fucking... Firework blowing up in a patty a man's face, mm. and I think oh, yeah. a lot of that stems from back in the you know in times of the sixties and seventies. Being gay was like this uh, thing that was not you couldn't oh, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So this built up, uh, you know, homosexuality, fighting yeah, homosexuality, yeah. fighting your feelings, fighting, being married, and and still, you know, I think I think that has to play a role in someone's. Mm. Uh, I don't know the tendency to kill, but I think it's some pent up emotion. You know what I mean? Where they just because these car- these killers tend to unleash, as they say, mm-hmm. and I think it's a a, a, a pent up emo- of, of uh, you know a lot of different emotions, and and it's uh, and they don't want people to know they're gay because someone might say you know hey I had sex with the fucking manager of KFC, <laughs> and then his whole image gets so you have to kill him so that no one finds out that uh, you're gay. Yeah, that's I- definitely one. That's definitely one part of it, just for sure, for sure, man. Because all these, all these killers, they have an image that they're trying, they're trying to project themselves as not being something that they actually are, and which are psychopaths. So, so society molds these killers rather than them being uh, born, uh, because if society dictates what you can or cannot do sexually, 
uh, then, then society's manufacturing that killer, right? If, mm. if we're not living in a free society where people can live, be gay or... Uh, but I don't, I don't think that was the, the whole reason. I mean, he's obviously a no, psycho. Like, obviously, I like, I like, that's definitely I like that point. No, I think that's really good. You know, if, if it's like yeah. a, if there's like four pillars that underpin Gacy, it's probably one of them, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah he. You know, people are born psychopaths. We've had this conversation before. We need psychopaths in society to be able to, to be able to hunt and be able to kill and to be able to lead uh, platoons forward. We need people with this uh, mm-hmm. lack of empathy mm. um, to be able mm. to to to, to uh, do the jobs that are pretty gruesome. Again, and, uh, again, that goes that goes back to decisions. war. You know, and and, yeah. and the difference between being a serial killer and a hero is is being in war. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, if you, you put 30 that against, confirmed kills. Yeah, you get a medal for mm. mowing down 40 people in a battlefield, and that person just fucking enjoyed it. <laughs> they had a fucking yeah. smile on, and they're laughing. They're like, yeah. watch this, boys. No PTSD for this guy. Yeah, yeah. The other guy's I mean, got PTSD. Yeah, the other guy's yeah. huddling in a, in a trench, and the other yeah, guy's hopeless. fucking... And uh, you're looking up at this guy laughing and acting psychotic, and this guy gets uh, you know, a distinguished honor. That's interesting. How many... How many, what percentage of people enjoy war and killing? And I'm not... Well, there was, I mean... You're trained to kill. I mean, in the, in the military, if, if, you're trained if, to kill. If we were at the age we are now, in the, you know, 1920s, uh, 30s, 40s, we would we'd be, be at war. Yeah, mm. we would be fighting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I would probably be the guy, J.D. Strange would be the guy who was hiding underneath the pile of bodies, no, pretending to be dead. No, I can see you with like, glass, with like round glasses on. You've got like a tape recorder and you kind of oh, like got long hair. Ah, yeah, the journalist. Yeah. Fucking doctor or something. Yeah. But, um, I'm the homo. Yeah, in, I, in I think drugs would be running forward, <laughs> front line, fucking, you know. <laughs> fucking drunk. <laughs> Off his tits. Six beers deep. Seven, eight beers deep. With fucking rifle. Stabbing the hunt. Yeah. Eyes closed. Shooting's too impersonal for him. One eye open, fucking shooting at something out there. I want to see the look in their eyes when they die. Shooting's just too damn impersonal. Oh, God damn it. I'm going to end up in the Serial killer corner. It sounds like shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah right. So I think I think definitely that that's one point. I think the other thing is that he detested being gay. He detested gay people. Yeah. Uh, so then he's probably Imagine gonna, hating what you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting that's another point to lash too. Out. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Another to lash out. Yeah. Born to kill. Yeah, man. Go and watch it. Um, so what were we? What was the next? Oh, um, rice bowl. Rice bowl. Ning, 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 ning. Welcome to the Rice Bowl. Local news. <laughs> so should we start that off? Racist? Should... Ning, 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 ning. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> if you go to a Chinese restaurant, you know. How <laughs> can that be racist? <laughs> it's oriental kind of music. <laughs> if, if you walked up to a Chinese dude and just did that right now, like that would be a lot of racist. That dude playing Paul, he looks totally Chinese. Rice Bowl. But then we overheard him speak. He's like, oh yeah, it's nice to see you again. Yeah, he was like full on American, wasn't he? Oh hey. my goodness! Great. Jesus, oh, he's here! Something. He's here! Do we have a, a zombie? Do we have another, another microphone? <laughs> yeah, we think we do actually. Yeah, if he wants to come in, yeah, hang on. All right. So uh, we have a New Year blunder, as they would say in the Thai media. We had a uh, very smart fella, a smart con, very fat smeller, a very uh, smart robber. 
he stole 20 baht of gold. And for those of us out there who don't know of baht of gold, one baht of gold is about 20,000 yeah, baht. 20, baht. So he sold 20 baht of it, which is 400,000 baht, a little over 10 grand in gold. And uh, so he stole it and he's trying to find a way to ditch it, get rid of it, sell it. And he's going to a bunch of gold shops around town. No one wants to buy the gold. And you know what he does? He does the smart thing. He goes back to the gold shop he stole it from and tries to sell it back to him and gets yeah. caught. Yeah. Boing. What a fucking dude, eh? Ah, uh, I just... I don't know. I, I just... Some people. I, I mean, love- I have passed... I mean... Uh, I don't know. They have they have special markings on the gold that from from the maker themselves. Do they? You've got to know that, dude. I know that my like when I had a gold ring shop it, by shop. Yeah, they have a special marking or something on it. They have Thai Thai writing on on the gold. Right. Oh. So I heard this story about a bank robber in uh, the Midwest somewhere in the states, <laughs> and uh, a friend of mine who's may have been on the show was in a uh, recovery group therapy program. Yeah. And one of the guys was saying, he was a bank robber, he robbed banks, and he was saying how now he's been rehabilitated. You know, he's trying to get his life in order. He's trying to fucking get back in the straight and narrow. He's got a job, and he just needs a bank loan, right? So he, he goes into the bank... And he's saying, you know, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I got a job. I should have good credit, you know. And uh, he's saying it in group therapy to the rest of the guys in the circle. Mm. And uh, at the end of his story, he says, you know, those motherfuckers, you know, they wouldn't give me the loan, you know. Of course, you know, I robbed a place three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they wouldn't fucking give me the loan. Yeah, he, he held them up at fucking gunpoint, and it's probably- <laughs> his photos still hanging up in the fucking staff room. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, don't, don't shit on your own doorstep, I think. It's the, uh, exactly. Yeah, that's a good good one to say. Don't fuck your, your neighbor's wife. So, Is this the kind of story you tell, like, your kids? Don't fuck your neighbor's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... Oh, don't fuck my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> or don't fuck my neighbor. <laughs> your neighbors are our neighbors. <laughs> um, what what, what stories story. would you tell uh, Spike Jr.? Five minutes. Spike oh, yeah. we might need to go out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. What What would you tell Spike? Do you, hey, Spike's here. Spike's here. <laughs> yeah, Spike, yeah, Spike dropped in. I, I don't know. I, I'd probably take him to like the national park, the Grand Canyon, and, and leave and him there. <laughs> drive home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. That's an orientation. Yeah. It's good. Good to get orientation in. Early. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, what would you do in the national park? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the Bigfoot fucking swipes him up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well. Hey! Yeah, yeah. punchline. It was, it was uh, sorry, Matt, I stole your thunder. No, no, that was exactly what I was going to say. Oh, was it? I yes. saluted you. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. I hate when people do that to me. Any, uh, so, any last words then, I guess, huh? Let's, let's have Spike have a last yeah, word. Yeah, Spike, give us a last one. Um, okay, so things are ending up, right? Um, Tell us about last I, night. I, well, I have a question. Um, <laughs> imagine, imagine that uh, you were told today that uh, you're going to die uh, in two days. So uh, mm. I'd like to ask everybody, like, you know, contemplate for a minute. Well, what would you do? You got two days, all right? 48 yeah. hours. Wow. Well, what would you do? the rest of your life wow that, that was me. that's an interesting question okay well why don't i start it off i wouldn't yeah. change a thing i would just go on and keep living and i wouldn't do anything no, what different what would you do 
You just go to work? I just go to work. Yeah. Yeah, why not? I mean, why do you have to do things differently because oh, you're going to die? I could, technically, I could die in two I'd days. I'd myself stupid. You <laughs> 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 just sit in bed and wank all day. Ejaculate as many times as I can. So you're the same as Jugs. You'd do what you'd ordinarily do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, go to work. just go to work at the kindergarten. <laughs> oh, shit. God damn it. Just leaving trail snails everywhere. Oh, trails. God. Um, sorry, Jugs, go on. No, I mean, I, I, I would hate to just... I mean, the only other way that I would think that I would do anything different is I would just fucking OD on heroin. Oh, Fuck that's it. interesting. While you're at school? <laughs> 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 or work, you said work. You'd have the kids, I know, the kids lined up with... I mean, that, that, that's... Popping a syringe. God, I mean, that's the, one of the easiest way to go, right? I mean, just fucking okay. pump the, yourself you full of, believe this of the black juice. Who James, told you. James, I'm sorry. What yeah. are you going to do? Well, I, I have to believe that it's actually going to end, first of all. You know, I have to have some kind of, like, belief system that tells me it really is going to end in two years, or two days. And then I would probably do what I kind of did last night. <laughs> uh, I would pro- I, the I'd probably go, for, go, go to a few bars and tell a few stories and drink a few beers. Make a few new ones. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'd probably... A little time capsule... Get all my shit secured. Get all my. Um, my Is the world still going on? It's yeah. just you that's dying uh, right, right, right now. Right oh, now, oh, is it just you, or the whole world's going to fucking end? Oh, I, I, I touch your ass. Ask me right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think this in this scenario, the oh, world no, no, should still no. be happening, right? It's just yeah, it's just, just you. the whole world. It's just you. You're you're you're, you're, right. you're told you're kicking the bucket in 48 hours. What are you going to do? Okay. Well, what I'd do, firstly, I would make some phone calls, uh, say sorry to a few people. <laughs> well, that's Definitely. a start. <laughs> um, you know, just make peace with a couple of people. Um, and I would uh, call the, the, like my sister's kid and my sister and that and just uh, say bye to them. And um, I would, uh, as Jug said, and you uh, inferred uh, go out and get high and uh, I would probably party as well I think go for a party party spike and I would just have sex but I would Um, get some kind of uh, sexual stimulant would would you have sex with a lady boy probably yeah (laughs) who says I haven't already um, no, I mean, um, again. I, yeah, yeah. I would get some some kind of stimulant, Viagra, and maybe some. Uh, I hear that ice is good for sex. I've never done it before. Um, and sex I would, or ice. <laughs> God, just coming he's in like, for the one or two punchlines, man. He's like, he's like Bambi on ice. This point, I like just Bambi be, on ice. I'll just oh, be I love it. walking around the fucking Bangkok with a massive boner, just. Watch the world burn. Yeah, just terrorizing people. I mean, you, you had Spike turning his head looking at us. <laughs> what? I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, uh, 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 I, know, I know what I'll do. Fiddler kid. Oh, <laughs> God. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, God, there goes our fucking podcast career. Yeah, what, there what we go. Spike? <laughs> uh, probably, I'd probably like... Um, I'd probably go find like a cemetery or something like that and like get like a really awesome tombstone. I think he's going to say you know. corpse. No, I would get like, I would get like a, a monumental tombstone. You know, most of the tombstones are kind of like, 
Uh, here is uh, Dick Rogers, uh, loving husband of uh, Betty Rogers. And then next to Dick is Betty, and it's like, here is Betty, the loving wife of Dick. But not my tombstone. My, my tombstone's going to be like, uh, my name is Spike and Stein, and here I lie. I'll be seeing you soon when you die. <laughs> Fucking love it. <laughs> Another high five. God damn it, you're awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Here lies Carrot Daddy. Okay, yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah we could put like a sample on there so when you like walk in, there'll be like a, mm. a motion detector. It'll be like, Daddy, 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 Daddy. <laughs> uh, here, how sinister. Here lies, daddy. here lies, here cemetery. Here lies Jugs at the bottom of a mug. When he dies, he flies through skies. <laughs> <laughs> in the spring voice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm all just right, trying to think right. of my rhyme. Here lies. Um, no, no, I'm not going to go there. Uh, so, yeah, welcome to 2020, bitches. Uh, and uh, see you next week. Yep. 2020 Death Vision. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it's like race. What's that race show with the race cars? Death Race. Death Two, Race 2000. Yeah. yeah. Death Race 2020. It sounds like yeah, a fucking yeah. science fiction novel, doesn't it? 2020. I mm. can't believe we're here already. But hey, we're here. Most of the science fiction novels were based on like 2020, weren't they? And 2020, 2023. Uh, Even 1999, yeah. some of them. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The, the future is now. Where's that utopia gone? Jesus <laughs> Christ. We've got Trump on there. Yeah. Oh, any final word on the bombing before we go? I know the hit. Yeah. It was orchestrated by Israel. Yeah, I, isn't everything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is America's fault? Don't they give them like three billion a year or something in in aid? Oh, they give them. I think they moved it up to like nine billion or something oh, Jesus crazy. Christ, man, why? And but you know, uh, we we've we we discussed this last night, didn't we? That oh, we killed lots of American citizens. Yeah, but you didn't go to fucking Washington D.C. and Texas and shoot people in the street. He was killing American citizens in in Iraq and yeah, in Iran. Can you imagine, yeah, a, a fucking... Um, and we did the thought experiment, yeah, didn't we, the other way? Iranian uh, hit squad or whatever went to Canada and uh, shot the head of the CIA. You know, yeah. There's gonna, oh, it's terrorism. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when the USA's defense policy... Absolutely. Yeah. Now, the thing was, when you brought up bombing, I thought you were talking about the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> That's rude. God, who the fuck invited this guy? God damn it. <laughs> are we done then? Yeah, I think, we're, I think we got to yeah. finish up. All right. We're going to bomb out. Yeah, we're going to bomb out of this show here. See you next week. Cheerios. Uh, can you refer to somebody as a gooch? Yeah. My name is Spike and Stein, and here I lie. I'll be seeing you soon when you die. Which reminds me of Kankles. I tried it on my best friend's girlfriend once. Ah. An infant decapitation story. The kinky stuff. Sexual pleasure. Now, the thing was, when you brought up bombing, I thought you were talking about the show. S&M dude. Ah. Like a sickly child, he was always sick. Ah. Another high five. God damn it, you're awesome. Retard, you scrotes, you know. Here lies Carrot Daddy. Sexual pleasure. Daddy. The kinky stuff. Carrot. S&M dude. PC bloody pee. Killing your own child. PCP induced infant decapitation.
boys are, you know, you can take advantage of them. Mama boy sissy, mama boy vocabulary toolbox. Uh, I tried it on my best friend's girlfriend once. Hi. Hi. That's what I mean. Hi. Kenke. 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 Which reminds me of cankles. Hi. Hi. Stop our pouring. 